Hey everyone, business owners, ladies, entrepreneurs, mothers, and maybe even a few men. I'm Megan Lockhart, the creator of Hello Life Academy, and welcome to our show. I'm gonna talk about all things life and business with a little bit of mom stuff too, every Monday and Friday. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and tag us on social media using hashtag Hello Life Academy so we can celebrate everything that you're doing in your life and business. Enjoy the episode and check out more resources at hellolifeacademy.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's episode three, and I am so excited because I am actually recording this in Banff, Alberta, coming off of my high from hosting our weekend event with a bunch of entrepreneurs who were beautiful, and we were, you know, we dropped it like it's hot. What a great weekend together. So on today's episode, I'm actually going to talk about hosting live events, how to market live events, and where I started. And also, I have to talk a little bit about the mom life and the entrepreneur life because it's so important. We compare ourselves to people who don't have kids, and I want to talk about that today. So like I said, I'm just getting back from uh, hosting, and I'm in Banff right now, so I'm not even back. But I just, you know, I just hosted the most beautiful weekend with all these incredible people, And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't tired. I am so tired because you're around these beautiful people, but it's like hosting a wedding. And if you have ever been married, hosting a wedding is fun, but it's also a lot of work. So I'm going to throw in the mom business card right now because being a mom in business and honestly, how that really messed up my perception of where I should be. So I've been a mom for eight years, which sounds so crazy. And I just spent um, three to four days in Banff, Alberta, hosting our third amazing event at that specific location away from my kids, away from my family. And, you know, no matter how many years go by, I still get that freaking mom guilt popping in. And I don't have any tips to release the mom guilt, except for knowing that when I get back, I snuggle the crap out of those kids and I hang with them and I tell them all about the great things that we're doing and letting them know that mama loves her job and this is an incredible thing. I hope if you didn't make it to this year's Banff event, you get to next year's event because it was so much fun. So let's let's kind of talk about this. Have you ever sat down and looked at someone, specifically a woman or maybe a man, who's in your industry and you've thought like, crap, they are doing such amazing things and how the heck are they traveling and they're back at the beach and they're back in California and look at them, they're at the gym again and they're doing all these great things. And you think to yourself, like, those are all in my vision boards. Those are all on my bucket list. I want to do more of them. But then you sit at the dinner table and you stare at your two little people or maybe you have teenagers and you think, I could be traveling, but I would be away from my kids again. And I know that that is hard for mothers. So I think we just have to first acknowledge that if you're going to look at hosting live events, make sure that they work for you and your kids and your family, because you as a mom are going to have an entirely different business as than someone who does not have children. And that is just the truth, right? Someone who does not have kids can leave a lot. They can, but you, if you have children hosting events every month might not be the most realistic thing. It's like, I love these tiny little humans. I love Kinsley and Rhett so much. So Kinsley's eight 
and Rhett is five. But man, I remember the day I opened my studio and baby wearing Rhett teaching booty bar classes and I was super sweaty and I was up every two hours breastfeeding and then I'd wake up at 6 a.m. for a podcast interview or blogging and all those business things and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And I would slip into this comparisitis with other people without kids. So I'm going to say I did it. I absolutely did it. I did the work. I put the time in. But I have some very, very clear advice for you moving into your business or your expansion. Do not do it. And this is probably going against the grain of what everyone else is saying because they're saying hustle, hustle, give it your heart. You've got no choice. But the thing is that I've realized over the last five years is that is crappy. (laughs) Honestly, do not do it. Patience. If you are in this business for the long term and not a quick gain, you will be successful and you do not have to leave your kids or get up every, you know, five hours and do the work that you couldn't do when they were awake. It's not worth it. It wasn't worth the six-figure launches and I might be the first person to say this or it wasn't worth the amazing interviews. I loved those moments, absolutely. I loved my launches, but I should have said to myself and to the world, I am tired. I actually am okay with not doing this launch right now because I need a few months because my kids are up every night and this isn't an excuse. This is mom life. I chose to have these beautiful children and I need to acknowledge and honor that. So I'm saying, that if I could go back, I would just acknowledge that there's always going to be time and I should have slowed down just a little bit and said no to a few things and hosted a few less events. And although I'm so thankful for everything that I've accomplished, I really, really wish I wasn't so tired, right? So I do not have any regrets because heck no, everything that I did moved me forward, but I want women, specifically mothers right now, to realize that the opportunity to learn how to expand while you have kids is important. You do not have to sacrifice one for the other and hustling is not the answer. So please, if you could get that tattooed on your face, hustle is not the answer, heart is, go for it. You be a face tattoo person, okay? So it doesn't matter if you're 29 or 39, if you hit Forbes or you're a seven-figure earner. Honestly, it does not matter. So I want you to think about that. If your kid, and don't worry, we're going to talk about the event, (laughs) hosting events. But if your kid says to you when you're 40 years old, or maybe you're turning 50, mom, I really can't talk to you. I don't know how because you were always away or you were always working. That is going to suck. And I spent the first three years of Rhett's life just working and working and working. And I had to say, and thank you for the universe to telling me and reminding me, slow down, Megan, slow down, because no matter what you accomplish right now, you are going to miss these little people. So I'm not saying you can't have both. I'm just saying you can slow down. So that's where I want to start before I dive into all this super fun event stuff. You can slow down and you will still be successful. I almost promise You can call me in five years and say, thanks for that. Thanks for that really real, honest conversation, Megan. I loved it. Now, I really loved working when my kids were little, though. 
not traveling, but I really loved working because it did prevent me a little bit from having postpartum. I focused on learning. I focused on education. I focused on surrounding myself with amazing women. So that was a great benefit, but I traveled way too much. I was in Banff, Palm Springs, Cadmore, Miami, all over. And although I loved it, I was really trying to fit the hey, I can travel and have this freedom lifestyle, but I had kids, so I don't know what the heck I was doing. So a week ago, um, you know, or just actually the last two days, we had women from all over the world come and meet us in Banff, Alberta and stay at the Fairmont, which is one of the most beautiful places in the world. I really, really feel that and I know that it's an incredible space. The weekend, you know, We bring all these incredible entrepreneurs to Banff. We celebrate, we teach, we host our event, we dance, we give our entrepreneur awards out. We've created epic relationships. There is nothing like meeting people in person. And these women now forever, forever have relationships that they can turn to when things get difficult or when things get really good. So I'm going to talk about some of the things that happen at the weekend events that were like, oh my gosh, we're always so stressed out about. So I am always stressed out about these five things before the events. So I am going to say every time I've hosted an event, I've been pretty freaking proud of them. They're beautiful. They're facilitated great. Our team does a rock star job and the people have fun and they learn and we leave feeling like we've done a great job. But no matter what, these five things always, always come up for us. And I wanted to share them because I think you guys are going to be like, okay, I am completely normal. When I start thinking about hosting an event, these do kind of stress me out too. So the first one is ticket sales. I mean, I know that the universe always has a plan, but I always stress out about ticket sales. You're spending a lot of money on these events and you want people to come and more than the money, you really want people to show up for your incredible event that you've poured your heart and soul into. The second thing is food. Oh, holy Hannah, we used to stress out about food so much, so much so that, you know, we used to have someone on our team pretty much handling the food only and people have allergies and ordering the right amount to making sure people weren't on specific diets. You know, if you've got someone on the keto diet and all you order is garlic bread because it's so good, it sucked. (laughs) So we actually tossed giving food to our guests and now we provide snacks, we give them lunch breaks and here's the greatest thing that happened when we made the decision to do that. The guests connected more when they said to each other, let's go grab lunch or let's go get a coffee or did you bring some food? Let's hit up the grocery store. So by giving up a stressful situation, which was food for us, we actually created a more intimate space for our clients. The third thing that I always stress about is health. I know this sounds crazy, but I always think, oh my gosh, what if I lose my voice? What if I get sick? What if I'm just like, I get pink eye and both eyes. And I always, before our events, stress about this. And no matter how many times I, you know, talk myself into Megan, it's okay. You're not going to get sick. I still keep thinking about it. I panic before every event. Am I going to lose my voice? Am I going to get pink eye? Which are two really strange things. So what I've started to do to kind of make sure that I'm prepared for these big weekends is I start... Uh, because I am super bad at these things, but I start taking B12. I take some iron. I make sure that I have food in my fridge before the event. Our team makes sure that I have food in the hotel room. So snacks and water so that I don't forget 
to eat before the event, during the event, or after the event. Okay. The other thing that is so funny, I think that I always stress out about, and maybe some of you guys would be like, don't stress about that. Come on, is music. So if you have the wrong music, oh my gosh, it could be such a disaster. If you're playing country music and slow songs at an event that's supposed to pump people up, it can really affect the mood. So I stress out about music. I stress out about the audio. And, um, I'm telling you guys these things because even after hosting over 25 events, these things still come up for me. And that's because we're all human. When we're putting ourselves out there and we're doing things and challenging ourselves, we are still going to have fears that come up, but the fears do not hold us back. We end up just finding solutions for them and working through them. So please make sure you create an event that you know is missing in your industry, not just something that already exists. And this is the thing too. So, I mean, I want you to dig into your most creative self. So I also worry, is this event going to leave an impact on people? Cause I really, really want it to. I always cry before, during, and after events. This is just my thing. I know it sounds crazy, but that's okay. It's an emotional process. I mean, from seeing it being planned in your mind to on paper, to talking to your team about it, whether it's even like a six person event in your basement. And then when people learn, it's like a birth of your children. You're like, okay, should I have children? Should I host a live event? Yep. Then you start planning what's the best time, even though you can't control those things, exactly like a live event or a baby. And all of a sudden you have this great event that comes out and you love it. And all these tears and this joy and you're like, I freaking did it. So there's lots of emotions around live events too. And coming off of Banff, I'm feeling high, but I'm also feeling like, oh my gosh, we got to get ready for next year's event, which is crazy. But a good time to sell a next event is actually rate, rate the last day, the last hour of a current event. So we already go into marketing mode rate right during our events. So if you are thinking about hosting an event, which I highly recommend if it works for your life and your business, I'm a huge advocate of creating community. And I think community comes from bringing people together and in person and seeing each other and looking at each other and touching each other and high-fiving each other and dancing. This creates connections like no online community. And I run an online business. But when you can see people and you can feel their energy and you can get excited and you can stay up till midnight talking about your ideas, that is powerful. So meetups are really powerful too. Like if you have an opportunity to host a meetup about your company, do it. I always tell our clients, if you can bring people to your store and celebrate what you're doing and show them, that's going to have a bigger impact than spending $1,000 on a written article. So here's some marketing tips for starting, or maybe if you're looking at enhancing your live events, I would say number one, test out your product. Do people want that event? You might think that your event is going to be the greatest. It's the greatest idea. And I love that. But if no one responds to a post online about it, or no one comments, or you just get complete crickets when you put a survey out, that's a good starting point to say, hmm, I thought that this event was going to be like golden and I would sell thousands of tickets. Maybe I need to reconsider where the market's at and think to yourself, does my event actually solve a problem in the industry or am I just looking to host an event for my own benefit? 
When we do that, it rarely works out. It has to be a win-win. Your clients have to see that this event solves a problem for them. Number two, give yourself a lot of time. I'm saying like, I can give you specifics, but really just remember the word a lot before a big event. So big is totally different for everyone, but I mean, if you are gonna host an event with 500 people or 5,000 people, I would you know, guess that you might wanna spend a whole year actually planning a marketing strategy for it. There's a lot of collaborations, there's a lot of things that go behind venue. You wanna sell some tickets so you can pay for your venue. Um, if you're hosting an event in your coffee shop and you know there's gonna be five to 10 people, give yourself six to eight weeks to plan for it because it's, it's, a, it's less work, right? The bigger it is, the more work it is. The less people, the less work it is. So start small, work your way up so you can see the, nicks, the nooks and crannies of actually hosting a live event. Now, I always do this and I always suggest for people to do this and some people don't like to do it, but give it a try and let me know what you think. Number three is use influencers in your community and people you know who use social media and marketing well to help talk about your event. Often our, you know, our people in our audience want to help us. They really do. So when we say to people, hey, you know what? We're looking for five people to help us promote this event. You're going to get people who talk about it. We can't do it all on our own. And I'm going back to this mom thing. We need to ask for help. And using influencers and your current audience and your future audience to list build is a good idea. It also shows people that you're organized and that you understand the world of marketing and people admire if you know how to market an event, they're going to say, all right, I'm going to come to this event. So trust me when I say using other people to help celebrate your event is really, really smart. And I always get so sad when I see an entrepreneur just keep posting all on her own about her event instead of asking all of these beautiful people to help. The more people talking about your event, the better in terms of algorithms, in terms of publicity, in terms of hashtags, get a hashtag for your event, tell people to start using it so that it creates a little bit of FOMO, which is fear of missing out before you even start selling tickets. Okay. I love doing this. I'm like vibrating because I get so excited about it. Okay. Number four, I'm going to sing to you guys now. Do you like it? Have a team. I do not care if you have an event that's with five people or an event that's with 50 people. Okay, if you are the hostess with the mostess, having a team that's gonna help either hand out the notebooks or manage the hotel or manage the marketing or take care of the guests when something goes wrong, it's so important. Doing an event by yourself is really, really hard and it it just creates all this inner chaos and energy is contagious. So if you are feeling stressed about, oh my gosh, where are the notebooks or where are the chairs? The person was supposed to bring the chairs. Your guests are going to feel that. So I say, if you can get a volunteer, if your team is small, or you don't got a team, get somebody who's in your friend circle to come help you facilitate and help also show your audience that you're a professional, that you take this, you take this biz seriously. Number five, this one is powerful. And I think some people, again, are going to be like, no way, no way, honey. I'm going to say yes way. 
Use events as an opt-in. I haven't even talked about opt-ins, but opt-ins are opportunities for your audience to get to know your business and sign up for your products. So you may not make a ton of money from your live event. And this is something I want you to know. You might not make a lot of money from your live event because if you're selling tickets for 50 bucks and you've spent, you know, $5,000 in the venue or $500, you might break even. But the marketing that comes from events is amazing. The photos, the selfies, the hashtags, the buzz, the feelings, the celebration, the testimonials, everything that comes from hosting a really great event because you've done, you know, your job and you've you've wowed people, they are going to talk about your event or they're going to come back to buy one of your other products. So use your event as an opt-in, not necessarily as the only thing that's going to bring you income, primary, secondary products. We talked about it in episode two. So really think of a live event as an opportunity for people to get to discover you, see you and celebrate you. We are in Banff and that's what we do. We bring people in so that they can really see that our community is unlike any community and they're loved and they get high touch experiences. And if they want next year, they can join the Academy. So I have to give a shout out to the Fairmont in Banff. They have been the best company to work with. The venue is beautiful. Obviously it's in this, you know, incredible landscape, but more the thing that really gets, I'm going to cry because I'm just, you know, coming off this event, but their customer experience blows my bloody socks off. Like just it's nuts. They're so good. They ask you questions. They always check in. They give you little chocolates and say, thank you for staying here. But really they care And I love bringing clients to the Fairmont Banff because our clients and you need to see that customer experience is still one of the most important pieces of running a business. It is the most important piece. If you have a great product, but your customer experience sucks, I was going to swear, then it's going to be really hard to get clients and keep getting clients and satisfying the ones you have. So if you can go to a place that you can experience amazing customer service, And think, how can I bring this into my business? Live events are the same thing. From the minute somebody walks into the hotel or your venue or your home, if you're hosting it, you want them to feel like a rock star. So do it. People at the Fairmont are amazing. If you do need to host an event, I would say look into them. I've hosted events at a lot of different places. And guys, I'm going to keep coming back to the Fairmonts. So my biggest piece of advice, if you're looking at starting any kind of live events in any capacity, start. I, that is the simple, simple, simple word. Start, please start. Decisions always move something forward. So if you say, I'm going to host an event, I want you to start. Think about how, who, where, what. If you have kids, some of you might hate me for saying this, leave them at home during your event. And the reason for that is because I love my little people, but having them around is really difficult because afterwards you're going to be tired during, you're going to be tired. Um, I know that instead of taking time to relax and recover and meet with the team to talk about how cool the event was, or maybe do some evaluations of the event, I'm going to spend time with my kids instead of really, really tapping into my self-care time. So think about that and know that I totally understand that we can't always do that, 
But if you can, leave your kids at home or get a babysitter for the guests as well. So try not to get stuck in the I've never done it before because people start from nowhere, right? The greatest things that happen and the greatest businesses and the greatest live events, people probably didn't have a lot of experience with those. So start. If this is a passion of yours and you're like, I want to host a retreat, start. I want to host a meetup every Thursday, start. I want to host a podcast start because you're going to see these incredible results that people are going to be excited for. And I can't wait to see what you start. Try not to get stuck there. Okay. In the, I just tapped the microphone. Like I'm so excited. Try not to get this, try not to get stuck in the, I've never done it before because everyone starts there. Here's the thing. I didn't stop because only six people showed up to my first event. Yep. Six people in my basement. I wanted to quit. I said, oh my gosh, I've only got six people here. I've been advertising for this thing, but those six people were treated as if there was 600 in my basement, which would have been really tight. But more importantly, I made sure to follow up with those six people. And from those six people, my marketing started to happen. They started to talk about Hello Life. So trust when I say you really are provided the exact people that you're meant to have at some of your events, okay? So let's celebrate each other's events. Make sure you share with me what events you're hosting so that I can share them on my social media. Please leave a review, tag us, hashtag Hello Life Academy, and go for it. Go for it. Events bring people together. They're beautiful. I love going to them. I love hosting them. I believe in you, and I know that events are meant to happen and they are just a game changer for a business. Thanks so much, guys. I hope that was as good as it was for you as it was for me. That was so fantastic. Thank you for being an amazing human being and for listening to our show. Please leave a review so that we can always improve and make sure that we're doing a better job week by week for you. All the resources can be found at hellolifeacademy.com forward slash blog. I can't wait to hear what you thought about this week's show. It's just so-